Hi, everyone. Thanks for being here. Before we jump in today's episode, I'd like to announce the next boot camp. It's going to start January 6, 2020, and we're putting it together right now. It should be our biggest boot camp so far. In 2019, we had six boot camps and about 100 people went through it. And I have to tell you, it's been an amazing experience. In fact, this year has been incredible. Those people who went through the boot camp came from all over the world with all different levels of understanding the law of attraction and Joshua's teachings. Some had never even heard the term law of attraction and had just recently found Joshua, and some had been studying for years. But the thing that they all got is this new perspective about who they are, how this reality works, and how to engage the law of attraction to create the lives of their dreams. And so many amazing things have happened. People are starting podcasts, writing books, writing blogs, getting promotions at work, getting better relationships with their loved ones and children and spouses and parents and all that sort of thing. But the most amazing thing is the boot camp itself helps everyone discover their soul's purpose. You know, you came here intending to discover who you truly are and to find out what you're here to do. And when you go along on a journey of self-discovery, discovering who you truly are, all your attributes and talents emerge, things you didn't even know about yourself. You are a unique person, and every experience in your life is unique as well. And all of the experiences of your life had led you up to discovering law of attraction, maybe finding Abraham Hicks, maybe getting into yoga or something else, and then eventually finding Joshua. And now that you're here, it's time to take the next step in your evolution, your spiritual journey. You do that by engaging a process, an active process, where you work through all your limiting beliefs and all your pre-held conceptions about what physical reality was and about yourself, and you shed the illusion of unworthiness and imperfection and being flawed and all that stuff. You intended to expand in joy, yet sometimes you expand in joy through experiences and sometimes you expand in suffering. That suffering simply comes from a limited perspective brought forth by limiting beliefs. If you can adjust those limiting beliefs, reduce the intensity of them, then you offer less resistance. In that state of less resistance, you are more in alignment. And in alignment, you receive inspiration to take you on your spiritual journey to discover who you truly are. You end the resistance, and so all these amazing things start to happen. You've been led by uh, inspiration, by guidance, to find the law of attraction, to find Joshua, to listen to this podcast, and now is time for you to go to the next level. The new bootcamp starts January 6th. If you would like to learn more about it, it is very intense. The only way you can learn more about it is to send me an email, uh, joshuateachings at gmail.com, and then if you're interested in what you hear on that email, we can schedule a conversation to make sure you're at the right place and this is for you. It's a fun conversation. I've done about 100 of them so far and everyone is different. So don't be scared. Don't let your fear stop you from doing what you're inspired to do. Reach out to me at joshuateachings at gmail.com and I'll tell you all about it. So enjoy the show and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. There's more going on than you know. There are unseen universal forces at work. The law of attraction is just one universal law that plays a part in shaping your reality. But there's so much more to know. If you knew how to engage all the universal forces, you could deliberately create the life of your dreams. Joshua, a group of non-physical teachers, explains the laws of the universe and how the mechanisms of physical reality actually work. They are channeled by Gary Temple Bodley, and each week, Gary and a group of students discuss how they are affecting and enhancing their lives every single day. This is the expansion of the Law of Attraction. This is the teachings of Joshua Roundtable. We're thrilled you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Roundtable. I'm your host, Gary Temple Bodley. Today, we have a fun new podcast we're going to do. Joshua, a little while ago, had started creating this idea where we'll take a word and then Joshua will, you know, 
channel or bring forth their description of what that word is based on their teachings. And this will eventually be put into an app that will be free. And there'll be like maybe a word for every single day. And so you'll turn on the app in the morning, you'll have that word for the day. And this is a way to get Joshua's teachings in small little bites throughout the year. And so I thought it'd be fun to do something with Kimberly Late, who's here with me today. And so we each took some words and Kimberly had um, Archangel Michael do guidance and Goddess Isis do knowing. And then I'm going to pick three words that Joshua has done already. And we'll just talk about, about this idea here. So welcome, Kimberly. How are you? Hello. Welcome, everybody. Hi, Gary. And hi, everyone that's watching or listening to this. Thanks for being Thank here. Thank you for having me again. Yeah. So this idea came from one of uh, the people in the boot camp who, uh, Lisa Sharp, is a, a pretty well-known artist in London or England. I think it's London, right outside of London. And she's had exhibits and stuff, and Joshua sort of helped guide her with her artwork. And, and she's realizing now that she's most interested in creating energetic art, art that she's that she's really like all artists are channeling and each art piece has a different vibration. And so she was putting words on this art. And then we came up with this idea of having one art piece with a word on it. And then Joshua explaining what that word means energetically. And so eventually this will be put into an app. And so you can wake up in the morning and get the word of the day and that'll get you a year-long worth of Joshua teachings that you can take in bite-sized pieces rather than reading a whole book or whatever. So this should be fun. Mm. So yeah, fun. now, okay, so we have two words that that you took from the list that I sent you. One is guidance, and then Archangel Michael brought forth the words for that. And so you were telling me before the podcast started, how do, how do you choose or how does it work who choose who gets to come forth with all the different beings of the light? Yes. So basically how I channel, like when I channel messages, and this also goes for when I do private sessions, um, basically I just ask which are the beings of the light, which is to come through to best answer this question or answer this subject to, or to discuss this subject. And basically I, you know, I just allow that answer to come to me. Who wants to come forth? General, basically though, like, you know, all of them can answer the question, but they have their own little, you know, unique energy flavor. They're, they're obviously they're all unique energy signatures just like us even though in higher truth in higher oneness they are all one they are all source just like us but of course they're um you know they come through in this way because we're in, you know in this illusion so they like to come through and play the game with us you know in duality and appear as separate beings just like us so um yeah so basically with these two um subjects so i basically you know the guidance and the knowing the list you gave me they quite resonated with me which i knew that was also a sign for me to use those two and i basically said who wants to come through and answer those um you know discuss those words and that and then yeah they came through and so when you sat down did you do both of them at the same time or did you do one one at a time did you do one first and then wait like a couple hours later and do the other one no no, no i just did it one after the other and you do it in typing or do you speak it first and then transpose it? Well, it depends. So um, because of the nature of this, um, because of this podcast, I, I wrote it. So um, one after the other. But, um, you know, I, I do everything. I do writing. I just, as you know, I, I, I do trans channeling. So um, yeah, this one was just written. So I do one after another. Yeah. And how long does, did like the guidance one take? Oh, not long. Um, I don't know. Not very long. Not very long at all. I don't. I can't really put a time frame on it. But I don't know. This one. How long is it? Um, I don't know. Probably took me maybe 15, 20 minutes. I don't know. It's amazing how fast it really comes through. You know. Yeah. It's like I'm not sure this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. for me, it's like I have written maybe a hundred words so far, and I've done about forty of them, and so I do one or two a day. And I'll look at a word and then set my intention and then 
immediately the first words of the sentence come through. And it might be two paragraphs or three paragraphs or so. And it's all done, yeah, 10 minutes, the whole thing. It's just, and there's no editing other than if I made a typo or something. It just comes through and it's like unbelievable how this works. It's so interesting. I still get a kick out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually um, in like I'm not doing what you're doing with the cards, but I'm actually putting together a book, and they're actually going to be messages from different beings of the light. So it's kind of mm. in a similar way, but in a yeah. book form. So I'm in the process of putting that together. So. Yeah, because some yeah. something like this could be a book too. Um, yeah. So how does the book work then? Do you have a title for the book? Um, it's a working title. <laughs> So at the moment, what is my title? Good question. I've got two books actually that I'm working on. Uh-huh. So the one, let me have a look. It's a working title. So the one that I'm working on now is, what is it? Yeah, I've just got um, Ascension Teachings with the Beings of the Light, Universal Wisdom to Transform Your Life. So that's a working title that I have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, of course, that may change. You never know. But, um. So I'm putting that together. So that's basically it's going to kind of work like a probably in a similar way that um, whatever one comes to you, whatever message you receive, it's it's the best for you. So basically how it's going to work, you can read it from front to back. Uh-huh. Otherwise, you can just open it up a page and that will mm-hmm. be the message just for you. So it will be ah. grouped in different um like different words, different different subjects that yeah. people might want, want assistance in, like love, relationships, abundance, things like that, health. So they can read it like that way to yeah. buy the subject or they can just forget it to open it a page and that's a message for them for that day. That's great. So, we yeah. sort of do a similar thing with the Joshua books too, is we sit around sometimes and we'll just rifle through one of the books and open to a random page and read that paragraph. And when I sign books, because I am a poker player and love poker, I'll take a deck of cards and I'll randomly shuffle the cards and take a card out for the person that I'm signing the book for. And so that will be their card and mm. say it's the three of diamonds. Well, the three of diamonds has a spiritual meaning and it always resonates with the person I'm giving it to, which I didn't even get that until after I started doing it. And then I'll take the card and I'll, you know, shuffle through the book and slide it in somewhere And then I'll open that page and I'll just glance at whatever paragraph catches my eye and I'll circle that. And that is their quote for that person. And it's just amazing what happens. It's like, it's like, how did they know that this of this entire book, this is the quote that's going to resonate, resonate with me. Mm. There's so much more going on that you don't get. Oh yes, definitely. Cool. So how, um, so you're working on the book and you're just having like a concept for the subject that you're going to write about today. And then you bring forth whoever wants to talk, whichever being in the light about that subject. And then, so you'll write that and that might be a few pages or a few paragraphs. Yeah. On that so, it depends. so yeah, cause I'm, a, cause, cause I'm doing <clears throat> two books in the moment. So my focus is split between the two, but, uh-huh. um, basically it's a subject like for instance, you know, love and relationships, for instance. So there might be various beings providing a message on that subject. Yeah. So if you can actually look at, you know, table of contents, okay, I want some messages about love and relationships. Let's go love and relationships section. And then you'll see all the different, you know, like the beings of the light that have a message around that subject. So, But this could go on forever. How do you know when the book's done? Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, Precisely. we're at a thousand so, pages. <laughs> I think I'll just keep going until I just, you know, like talking of rich, talking about knowing, um, I'm tapped into that. So, you know, I'll, I'll feel, I'll yeah. know when, when it's finished. Yeah. yeah I will know. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting. Cool. All right. Yeah. So let's pick one of the words that uh, I got here on the list. And the one that jumped out at me before the podcast was excitement. So I'll just read the quick blurb about excitement. Excitement is an emotion based in love. It is fully aligned with who you truly are. If you received an inspired idea and you feel a bit of excitement, you can move forwards towards that idea, taking action. Fear will always pop up, but you can process the fear and take the step that's right in front of you. The feeling of excitement around any idea 
means that you have become a vibrational match to the idea and any action taken on the idea will lead to your highest good. If you feel excitement, you are aligned with how your inner self is feeling. All emotion is guidance and your inner self is letting you know that this exciting idea is for you and will lead to the highest good of all involved. Always move towards the most exciting idea in any moment. If the idea comes with a bit of fear, that's natural. Do not let the fear stop you. Fear is simply limiting. You can always push past irrational fear to do whatever you're inspired to do. So that, uh, you know, that feeling of excitement mm -hmm. in anything is this divine guidance to let you know that this is on your path and that you can do what you're inspired to do in that moment. It's not the full completed idea. It's the journey towards what, wherever it goes. So you don't know where it's going to go. But you can always take a step in the moment. And this is what trips people up. Because when they try and picture the final manifested fruition of that idea, they can't figure out how am I going to get there. It's too big of an idea. Yeah. And Joshua is just saying, no, there's one thing you could do. You can Google something or you can talk about yeah. it or what you can register the domain name or something. And this journey that you're excited about now may lead in a completely different area that you could never have seen coming. But you have to take this first step in order to expand to the next level of, of your perspective so that you'll be a vibrational match for the next step in this idea as it comes along. It's also important to remember that the manifested idea is not going to make you more worthy or make you feel anything you do not already feel. Hmm. It's not going to solve any problem. It's going to just be a journey of self-discovery and that you'll expand through each step in that journey. That's what you're focused on. And that this, you know, you have to release your attachment to any more specific outcome. Yeah. And it's, that can be very challenging because the beings of light also relay basically that same message that Joshua does. And they, you know, they always say, that's why you need to be in the present moment yeah. as well. Because once you, if you can do that, you can actually easily push past the fear more and act take that first step because what we do is that like, oh, this is a very exciting idea. And those of us also that are sensitive, sometimes we see like the very big picture of it or we see the fruition of it. Yeah. So we get attached yeah. to that. And, um, it, you know, we try to work out, okay, so how do we, you know, which, which to that, you know, how do we get there? And like you said, we don't know. So we have to kind of let go and it's very, very hard. But if you can be in the present moment, you're not attached to like that future potentiality outcome. And the beings of the light always talk about, for instance, um, like in our perceived time, they're kind of like portals, right? So like when we perceive the past or the future, we then kind of go into a dimension where we're not at our true powerful self. You know what I mean? Like right. um, in the past where we're then aligning to a frequency that obviously is not expanded as what is now in the present moment. If we focus on the future because of all the different potentialities, that's not where our true power lies. It's our true power and now the strongest connection to our source self is in the present moment. And they talk about how this is uh, a portal to our true self, our true source self. And it's very, very hard because even for me, you know, like I'm sure it happens with you, you know, especially those of us who are very sensitive, um, who can see visions, who can see, you know, like what, like the outcome, even that we have to detach. And it's very hard because we get so excited about it, but we have to detach it and just do the first step and first step and know that it doesn't have to actually work out the way we saw or right. the message that we received. Yeah. Because it could have just been a message for us to take a specific step but things might change. Yeah. So, and it's, you know, it can be challenging, especially those of us on this journey, but, you know. Also, our fun. culture is all about finish something you started. And this is not really how it works. The idea is to go towards your highest excitement in the moment. And if that leads to something completely different, mm -hmm. then that's what's supposed to go. You're supposed to, what's the next most exciting idea? Okay, well, it has nothing to do with the first thing, you know? It sounds like you're a quitter, but actually you're just being guided step by step through these expansive experiences 
So it's probably best not to tell anyone what you're doing because they'll be saying, well, how's this idea you're working on? And they'll be like, oh, I'm onto something else, you know, something else altogether. And they'll go, oh, this guy's a little flighty, isn't he? He's jumping yeah, around from thing to thing. That's like me in my, <laughs> that's like me in the books, you know, like um, I was guided to start, um, you know, Unlocking Atlantis, Keys to New Earth, which I started, when did I start last year? But like you said, I, you know, I said, I know that Joshua, you know, you, you know, you wrote it, you know, very quickly, but with my, I followed my guidance. So basically like, oh, this is exciting. I'm going to do some of the book. Okay. Now I'm going to do something else. I'm going to go to that. Then I'm going to go to that. Then I'm going to go to that. So basically I've been scattered on various projects and that's fine because now when I'm doing the book, I can see the expansion because I've done it over this period of time. You can see the difference. And I, I understand now why I was meant to write it over a period of time because yeah. it was the stuff I was writing was even me was like challenging to comprehend what I was writing, but I can understand that I needed to go through these different projects to allow me to get to a point where I continue, you know, the book and the way it is going. So, you know, and it's, it can be challenging because we can, we can beat ourselves up for this. You know, we could be like, Oh, I should be, this should be done in like two weeks or that should be done. Or I should be on the board with this. But like you said, follow the guidance. Sometimes yeah. it's not supposed to be done straight away sometimes yeah. it's supposed to be spread out for various reasons unbeknown to us why a, that is i have a good example yeah. of that last year i wrote the joshua's fifth book which will be i don't know probably the final book but it's called an authentic life and it came out quickly like the other ones do uh it's the most expanded version of any book so far uh and yet i've not been inspired or guided to publish it yet and there's a reason for it because if the book, the book needs to come out in sort of a peak of popularity timing. And when that's going to happen, I don't know. And so I've been thinking, oh, I should push this out. And I've been telling you about it. And they're like, you've got to put it out by Christmas so we can buy it for presents and everything. And, and so I, so I effort and struggled my way to have it, the, you know, to have everything ready to go. And so everything's ready to go now. It's all edited and proofread and designed and all that stuff. And I still don't have the guidance to put it, to publish it. Hmm. So that's, and I'm like, okay, well, that's because this is not the right timing for it. The right timing will be obvious when it comes, just like everything else's. And I'll be excited to do it when that's the right timing. I know. And it's hard. It's part of like that unlearning. So conditioned that, okay, we've got this thing, let's put it out there, you know, and it's not like that at all. It's, 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 you know, it's counterintuitive, isn't it? Because, totally, yeah. that, you know, okay, I've got this work, got this idea, got this guidance, let's do it. Let's put it out there. But sometimes because of divine time is not supposed to be released or finished or completed in its full potentiality, in that moment or in a certain period of in our perceived time everything happens for a reason and you know you, you do need patience <laughs> you know but if you can have the patience and just trust that everything is working out in its divine time exactly the way it's supposed to in the pace it's supposed to as long as you're doing continuing doing your inward work then just follow the guidance follow the, the excitement uh, yeah. and then you know you, you, you'll be on your path it's just you know trust and Patience. Well, we've all been taught that procrastination is bad and wrong. Yes. And Joshua always says, no, there's absolutely nothing wrong with procrastination. Procrastination is a sign that you're just not excited enough right now. When you are excited enough, you will not procrastinate. You'll be ready for it. Yeah. All right. Let's go into the first one from Archangel Michael, Guidance. All right. So... Guidance is the following of each step along your path home to remember your divine oneness nature. You are always guided every step of the way home by living in the present moment, which is a dimensional portal to your true powerful self that is the source self. Guidance comes in many forms in your reality that matches your belief systems. Guidance comes from the non-physical realm in direct ways, such as this, or through a friend, a stranger, or a sign, such as a song, or the appearance of a butterfly. You see, 
you only notice and become aware of the sign of the guidance when your awareness is in the present now. Although you may seek guidance in many forms, in higher truths of oneness, it is all you guiding yourself through manifestations within your reality for you a source. To be aligned to the highest guidance available to you is to also perceive yourself and reality from a perspective based in love frequency, based in oneness consciousness and based on you embracing the powerful, loving, source manifested being that you are. Okay, so this is brilliant. What guidance is really doing is bringing you along a path of self-discovery to discover that you are source itself. To go away from the illusion of imperfection, that you are not source, that you're separate, all this stuff, right? And so if you're listening to guidance, the guidance through intuition or through, you know, inspiration or a friend saying something to you or overhearing something or noticing something on the side of the road, you know, you're receiving guidance when you see the clock is 555 or 111 or 1111. You know, it's, it's this guidance that you're receiving in thought form and you don't have any resistance. So you look at the clock at this time and there you see the alignment or look at a truck and the truck is all the same numbers or whatever it is. So this implies or defines the fact that we are not alone, that we are always guided in every moment, and that no matter where it comes from, it's all coming from us, That's even right. if it comes from a friend or yeah. something else. Right. And, you know, we tend to disregard that, you know, especially right. those of us who are sensitive. We, we seek out, you know, maybe like channelings or we might go to see a psychic or something like this. But you see all the information comes through in accordance to our belief systems. So if we think that guides can only come from the divine galactic realms, you know, then we're not going to notice when a friend says something or a stranger right. says something. We're going to disregard that and go, oh, this person's person, they don't know anything. That's not right. guidance. Yes. But you see, the more sensitive you become and the more you live in the present moment, you will, will get onto the next subject. But guidance and knowing is kind of tied together. You'll, you'll just know, you, you'll feel that whatever this person saying something and it really resonates for me, this is guidance, right? So it's about being in the present moment to be aware that is guidance. If we're not in the present moment and we're distracted, you may not see that butterfly. You might not see that billboard with a particular message or hear the song with a specific lyric or maybe it's something you're watching on TV and there's a, a theme occurring. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, But they do come in a way that matches your belief system. So if you're not into seeing signs in a specific way, you're not going to receive the guidance through that way. So you can relax in that and just you know, live more in the present moment and then you'll be able to notice when the guidance comes to you. But, you know, like Michael said, it is all us playing this game. <laughs> well, everyone who's listening to this now was guided to this podcast because there's something in the information that we're talking about here that is part of your path of understanding who you truly are. And there's something in your belief system that allows you to hear the guidance that's coming in this form. But if you can open your belief system to realize that guidance is coming in all around you, because it's just a reflection of you anyway, especially mm -hmm. in the people around you. I once remember a, a thing where a, a woman said her husband said something to her that was like advice or something, and she thought he was ridiculous. And Joshua said, what if God had told you that? And she's like, well, if God told me that, I would absolutely do it. Mm. And then I said, well, what makes you think your husband's not God? You know, it's the same thing. You're receiving guidance. This is the person who was inspired to say something to you. And you're discounting it because of, of your relationship. But that is the guidance that's coming to you. And it applies to you because it's for you. It's yeah. Very and I have a good example about this. One of my um, friends, Jay-Z, 
I, um, when I first started all this, I, you know, I, I basically put it out there very quickly. So I started, you know, the Beings of the Light group. I did a few audios. I basically, I didn't wait that long. I just put it out there in that form. And my friend goes, oh, you should, you should um, start putting it on YouTube. And at, at that time, I, cause I had just kind of started, I was like, no, nah, you know, like so much fear. But it's like I, I had the, like, the resonance. I had the knowing that this is God that's coming through this person. Yeah. So even though it's not coming from my channeling, you know, yeah. so I'm like, okay, I know this is, I feel it resonates with this. I know this is a message for me. So I push past my fear and I put it all out on YouTube. Yeah. Even if, even though it's not at when I first started and putting things out on YouTube, it's not like how it is now, but it doesn't matter. It was a step for me. I had to put myself out there and put things on YouTube. So right. That's why it's, you know, don't disregard where the guidance is coming from. At the end of the day, like you said, all the guidance that we see is just us anyway. Mm-hmm. It's playing this game of the illusion. So, um, yeah, just keep your mind, you know, your mind open, your eyes open, be in the present moment, and then you receive the guidance that's for your highest good. Yeah. All right, let's go into this one. This one is goals. There are things you think you want and things you truly want. It does not matter what you want. You can have everything, be anything, and experience anything you like. It is all in your hands. You get to choose it all. When you birth a desire based in the lack of a certain feeling, you create a desire based in lack and fear. It is the fear that you will never feel the way you want to fear unless the desire is manifested. This approach is in direct opposition with universal laws and the system of physical reality. The only way to attract that which you truly want is to live in the complete and absolute acceptance of what is. In order to manifest what you think you want, you attract urges to change conditions. Goals are actually based in fear. You must set goals and then effort in your struggle your way to the manifestation of your false desires. This is not bad or wrong. It is simply ineffective. Your desires based in lack will certainly manifest if you put forth enough effort Yet they will not bring you the feelings you think you will feel when you receive think the feelings you think you will receive when the desire is manifested. In order to manifest all that you truly want, you must not set goals. You must set intentions. The intentions to accept what is, to love yourself, and to accept all the people in your life as they are right now. If you can live in love and acceptance, the universe will bring you everything you truly want. Goals will never achieve that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is also the difference between inspiration and motivation. Motivation is to get your ass up so that you can struggle and effort towards achieving your goals. And that's, you know, this whole entire society is based on achieving goals for that's what right. purpose? You know, if it's not enjoyable in the process of what you're doing, then why are you doing it? Because you think you're going to feel good when you make the money or whatever it is. Uh, it's, it doesn't work that way. You have to cultivate that feeling inside first. You know, and our society's been highly conditioned, you know, that we need to work hard. And if we don't work hard, then we're lazy. And lazy yeah. is not good. It makes you a bad person. Right. So you need to work. You need to make your goals. And, you know, I know that in a way the whole making goals movement can be mixed with a little bit with the law of attraction, as you know, like... Um, you know, like making a vision board and stuff, you know, people put your, your, the photos of people, what they want. But like, I know Joshua talks about this and the beings of the light, that this isn't something that you may not truly want, you know. It's just, yes, it might make you feel happy in a moment, but it's not true happiness. It's, you know, you're reaching for something that's outside of yourself. What you really want is to, you know, focus on your emotions, work on your worthiness. Right. Because, and also, so if it, because of our level of worthiness as a human, we can only perceive to a certain level. Right. So then you plan and make goals up to here, but there's something, there's so much more in store for us if we can just let go and unplan and just allow the universe, allow us, because we're source manifested, and all the beings of the light, all the non-physical gods who are also us, to bring that to us, you know, in accordance to divine time and, and you know, we have this thing of, you know, instant gratification that we want things now. If we don't right. have things now, it means we're not good enough, we're not skilled enough. And it's, you know, this is the process of unlearning. It's to let go and it is okay to not have everything that you desire right away. There's a divine timing in all things and it's all assisting us 
to go inwards. If we get triggered, it's again to look at our belief system. So, you know, everything is happening for us. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, it, it is challenging because we've been so highly conditioned to plan these goals. So think about setting intentions rather than setting goals. And the intentions are very general. And what we do is we set intentions prior to every segment. So you wake up in the morning and you set your intentions to whatever it is, get ready for work and have a nice breakfast and enjoy the drive to work and be safe and all that. And then you get your, once you get to work, you're at another segment and you intend for that. And if you can get into this process of just setting general intentions, that will cause you to focus your perception of reality on the things that you appreciate and are grateful for, then you're going to set up this way of being or approach to life that's based in love and who you truly are. And then you're going to get experiences based in who you truly are. A lot of that is the pre-birth intentions. And one of your pre-birth intentions was to discover your true and authentic self, just like the guidance says, to discover that your source itself And once you discover the unique and magical nature of your true self, you're going to receive manifestations that are going to blow your mind, but not be what you think they're going to be because you're not at the vibrational level, even to perceive these amazing things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the the, uh, beings of the light say that when we make intentions where we are actually imprinting energy with certain energy codes and by doing the intention we we unlock more of the remembering of who we are so there's much more that we you know we cannot perceive right so make the intention you can trust that you are you are actually creating energy you are imprinting energy to assist you in the remembrance and it's basically you're saying or giving permission for the universe to bring to you what you truly want, what you planned pre-birth. And what we plan pre-birth, our pre-birth intentions, our soul contracts, is not generally what we can humanly conceive. Right. You know, like I'm sure you and me both did not think we'd ever be channels, nope. for instance. So, <laughs> so, you know, um, it's, it's about opening your mind and opening, you know, letting go of all attachments. And it can be challenging, especially because of training. Like maybe we had a certain education, so we're attached to that. We have a certain job. So we're attached to that as our identity. And we have to let, you have to let go of all of that. It can be very challenging to do that. I did so. I did that myself because I, I did, you know, I was guided to do, as you know, become a counsellor, my ship therapist. So I was, I'll, in, in that regard, I was attached to that kind of, you know, that idea that I'm a counsellor. So yeah. it had to like unlearn a lot of conditioning that I'm a channel and this count this counseling part of me. Yes, I now use that within my counseling with high dimensional therapy, but with the mainstream stuff, that was a stepping stone. Right. And to detach from that. So everything that you're guided to do is not a waste. Yep. Right? It's all leading you to a certain point where then you can go further inwards. So, you know, it's again patience and trust. Well, we're limitless beings. And that means we are beyond definition. So when we define ourselves as like a straight A student or as a good husband or wife or whatever that is, it's limiting. So we want to not define ourselves or not attach ourselves to any specific outcome or any definition of ourselves. We are limitless. Uh, Think about who you truly are. Source itself. Source can create anything. You are no different than source, so you can create anything as well. So... Goals aren't the way to do it. Okay, let's go into Knowing by Goddess Isis. All right. The magic of receiving the knowing is receiving the remembrance of the internal wisdom of all that is. It is truth being remembered in your conscious awareness that is attracted to you in accordance to your frequency within the illusion of physical reality. It becomes more clear to you when you let go of all human judgment and analysis of how you came to know what you know. It is about letting go of the ego mind, attempting to attribute the information and attempting to make human sense of the internal divine wisdom that has always always been there. 
The knowing is a form of true guidance from the dimension of the all-knowing, all-seeing God that you are. Within the knowing, there is no need to attribute the magic of your eternal gifts to something outside of yourself. For you have embraced the oneness state that you have always been. Guidance and the knowing works hand in hand to elevate you in remembering the internal powerful being of the magic of the universe and the magic, the grace that you are as a living and breathing source incarnate being of love. Joshua has a quote that says, once you know something, it's manifested. And so we tend to say that we know things based on education or whatever. What I think is very interesting now is that there's so much stuff out there, so many articles and stories and online stuff and opinions that you can't really give credibility, that much credibility to anything you're reading. You know, so we tend to say, okay, this is from the New York Times. I can believe it, right? And then you read it and you're like, okay, well, really, this isn't what this is. Obviously, someone's biased in this case or from anything else. So this idea that you need to know where this information came from so that you can validate it and then believe it is (laughs) breaking apart. Now we can say, Look, we're bringing forth information from non-physical. Here's another thing we do. We'd say there's so much continuity in all the different channels' information. This is perfectly congruent with everything Joshua says, everything Abraham says, everything you know Laurel says. Uh, it's it's amazing how congruent this all is. And then you look at Joshua's writings from the last six years. There's five books and hundreds of articles and questions answered and then live channels. There's nothing conflicting in any of that. This allows us to believe it more, but even that is a crutch. You know, you have to go within and say, does this resonate with me or not? The knowing is always from within. That's it. And it resonates depending on your frequency. So you may receive the knowing, but this relates to your frequency, your vibration. So if you're still living in fear, like it might be more difficult to receive the knowing, but some people are very sensitive and depending, even their frequency is in, you know, somewhat fear that can still have that ability, but it can be, it's blurred depending on your frequency. So if you focus on perceiving everything in a love frequency, do your inward work, then you that the the knowing that you receive is is more aligned to your highest good for the highest truth. So what I like about this between the difference of guidance and the knowing is that guidance is basically we're seeing it coming from something external, right? So it could be from like this, goddess Isis, or it could be from the billboard or the butterfly. So the knowing is... It's more of us embracing the one. So it's kind of, and, and you know, I, I, you know, I receive the knowing very often and it's like, oh, I don't know if it came from which spirit guide, you know, I just know that you just have the knowing and it's different to, you know, something educationally in the mind. It is something that you cannot deny. So I don't know if you, if many of you know, your listeners, you have experienced this, but it's, it's something that you just know. You just yeah. know it's not it's not a it's not a um a technical thing. It's just something you just know. Like you know the step of your path. You know that this is where you are is perfect, or you know that a specific piece of guidance, for instance, is true for you. It just comes to you. You don't know how it comes to you, but it's not from the ego mind. It's just it's just feeling. It's knowing. Yeah, it's kind of hard to describe, but if you've experienced it, you know it. You just know it, and you just you can't you just can't deny it. Like for instance, probably like both of us, like this is what we're supposed to do. Our path, it's annoying. We can't deny it. Like we can, no matter even if we, our fears get in the way, it's like this strong knowing that we are supposed to do this. And generally, the knowing is very much aligned to our life purpose mm-hmm. and the steps that align to that. So. I think it's when, you know, also when we can drop away. So even Joshua, even the beings of the light, they come to us, right? 
because we're still existing in this frequency of duality, even though we're in oneness dimensions. The, what the beings of the light say, the human collective consciousness, our, as a collective, our soul contracts was to go from fear to love, duality to oneness. So we right. wanted this. And because of this, we, we can't just jump from duality to oneness straight away. It has to be a progression, right? So we are on that progression. We're on that journey to remember who we are, that we are source. And as we do that, we let go of fear. So um, as we do that, there'll be there'll come a point of time, maybe not in our timelines, not in our time continuum as here in, in this, uh, uh, this lifetime, but there'll be a point of time where we won't need Joshua or the beings of the light because we'll just have the knowing. We'll know that we are source and that all these aspects of um, you know non-physical beings are actually also us. They're also source. They come through in this external way because of our belief systems and because um, the collective, most of us still see separation, they come through this way to match our frequency because we still see separation. So as we move from duality to oneness, There'll be a point of time where we won't need this and we'll right. just receive knowing like that. <clears throat> yeah. Before that happens, though, I think what's going to happen is that with AI and robotics, there's going to be such a, a bit, you know, there's going to be like everything is going to be taken care of for us. No one oh. will have to work. There'll be no jobs, right? Everything, everyone will do whatever they're passionate about. And they'll, and I'm seeing more and more and more people developing this channeling themselves or something else psychic you know mm -hmm. like this it's just emerging it's like it's natural ability that people are just accepting and so my theory is in 20 years there'll just be a whole bunch of us channeling for each other that's all we'll be doing <laughs> uh, seven billion channels it'll, it'll be fun though <clears throat> you know we um <clears throat> Because it's a great awakening, we're aligning to that. So I know in in many different timelines, in the time of great awakening, it's been like that in certain societies. Like I know Atlantis was also like this. I actually had a, um, even though I've already received a knowing of, um, you know, certain, like what we perceive as past lives, um, there was one particular one which highlighted that actually Isabel did for me. So before this is one that I wasn't aware of and it was common. And I know this is throughout different, different timelines that people would actually channel the information and they'd use that for the information for the town. You know what I mean? They would uh -huh. use the channeling information that, so they wouldn't, so that's how it would work as how society would work. So we are now aligning to these great awakenings, these golden ages in consciousness as people call it. So yeah. because of that, that's why so many of us are, uh, our abilities are becoming now activated because of that. Yeah, we're also, um, you know, we're, we are opening up or expanding our belief systems mm -hmm. where the belief systems might have been more limited in the past. We're allowing for the potential of more because we're seeing examples of it all over the place. Um, there's, if you want to just get into a rabbit hole, there are a whole bunch of TED Talks around near-death experiences. And they're so consistent and so amazing with these people's, like a lot of it is doctors who perform surgeries and had people die on them and a certain amount of them recovered and, and spoke about near-death experiences. And then people have been studying this and have, there's like 1.3 million cases of near-death experiences that have been recorded. And so they're going through all the data. It just it's, it's amazing that now, so we're opening up our mind about that and about channeling, about all kinds of, of this stuff. And so you're able to get this information from all kinds of different sources and it expands your belief system so that you can even attract more of it. You come to a greater sense of knowing. Okay, let's do the last one here. Happiness. Happiness is based on your perspective. Happiness is simply the indication that you are perceiving your reality from a perspective that fully agrees with your inner self's perspective. You are choosing to see your life as good. You are choosing to appreciate all that you have. You are expressing gratitude and love. You are being as you intended to be. Happiness and well-being are your natural states. The only possible way to remove yourself from the feeling of happiness is to perceive your life from a limited perspective. Without fear, you would exist in a perpetual state of happiness. 
Fear is triggered by your limiting beliefs. Something in your reality or imagination has triggered a limiting belief and you temporarily choose a limited perspective and feel fear and negative emotion. Therefore, the path to true happiness is through the consistent choice of perspective. When you consciously choose the higher perspective, you remain happy. Your perspective is most often adversely affected due to limiting beliefs. It'll be much easier to maintain your happiness by analyzing and processing your limiting beliefs. This is the work you must do to live a happy and fulfilling life experience. Right? So people say, I'll be happy when the conditions change, right? And it's like, no, 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 no. When your perspective changes, you'll be happy. I see this all the time with people who are asking questions to Joshua. They're stuck on something that they perceive as wrong. And it's simply because they're taking a limited perspective and they're not agreeing with their inner self. When they change their perspective, like when Joshua answers their question, they're like, oh my God, that's amazing. They feel the sense of relief and they go back to being happy. It's just the perspective of wrong that causes all suffering. Without that, your natural state, just like when you were a child, your natural state of being is happy. Yeah. And it's, it's challenging, but this is what we wanted as a collective. We wanted to expand by experiencing duality as to allow that to, to activate the remembrance of oneness. So again, if we're living in the future dimensions, if we're focused on the future, we want something to happen. That's when we don't find true happiness also. That's why by living in the present moment, you can appreciate and be grateful for what's in your life right now and that's a vibration of love so you might not be able to you know love everything in your life but you can appreciate it you can always find something to be grateful for so once you can do that you tap into that love frequency there's always ways and tools to tap into that but by living in the present moment working on your belief systems what are you seeing what are you judging and this is, but this is part of duality consciousness. It's also part of seeing things as separate, wrong or right, right? Yep. So once you can see that everything is actually us, the person that triggers you is also us. They are your master teacher. Everything is happening for you. It also helps you to release that resistance also. Well, just, and you know, it may not actually be a physical thing that happened to you in, in an actual That's event. Not. A lot of times it's just your, your uh, unempowering use of your imagination to imagine the worst, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of imagining the best. And so that's why Joshua put here, uh, something in your reality or imagination has triggered limiting belief. So this yeah. is the work is, you know, is, is mm-hmm. if you want to be happy, it's all about choosing a new perspective, processing your beliefs, uh, realizing how powerful and magnificent you are, uh, letting go of that illusion of imperfection, living in this moment, realizing in this moment you have everything you need. There's nothing you don't need in this moment. It's perfect, you know, and you get to live this moment. Don't worry about the next moment. This is the moment. And from that perspective of creation in love and acceptance, you create better feeling future moments. And that's the work as well. Work on that and being in the present moment. You know, I've worked with many people, you know, with depression and anxiety. And people that experience depression tend to live in dimensions of the past. People with anxiety tend to live in dimensions of the future. But if you be in the present moment, this is the work I've done with a lot of people, is be in the present moment. Do simple things, just appreciate what's now in your present moment. And I've seen such great results in just that simple action because they're not focused on past traumas or worried about how they're going to be in the future. But if they've been in the present moment, focus on the joy right now, what you have in your life, things will shift. Your brain actually grows. It actually grows uh, more gray matter and more connections become formed. So then your habits then become more formed to look at the more positive out, you know, things in life. So there's also like biological things changing with the perspective change. So it's very, very powerful. Yeah. If you get on this momentum of feeling good mm-hmm. and you do that by choosing a perspective and realizing everything that's coming for you is to you is for you, that you're the creator, not the victim. You get in that momentum and you just start feeling good and good and good and good and good. And when something would trigger a limiting belief, you quickly 
put it into a new perspective. This is what the boot camp teaches, which is so exciting. As people come into it, they're living their normal approach to life and they're reacting, reacting, reacting. And through all the work that we do, and by the end of it, they are seeing with such clarity that nothing bothers them anymore. And when nothing bothers you, your natural state of being is feeling really good and being really powerful and really creative and getting tons of inspiration to do stuff. It's, it, this stuff is so cool. I mean, it's, I've been doing it for six years, so my life is radically transformed. This year has been maybe, I would say, 10 manifestation events in the whole year because oh, nothing can trigger me anymore. I see everything so clearly. I know exactly what it is. I'm not attached to any outcome, but big things are happening. Uh, and I'm, li I'm living in this moment with like this excited anticipation of what's coming next. I have no idea what's coming next. You know, mm -hmm. it's just incredible. What, and it happened. It's happening quicker. When yeah. you get in this vibration of love, it seems like ha things are happening quicker. Maybe they're not. Because you're not like thinking, okay, when this happens, I'll be happy. You're just saying, this is a fun day. What are we doing today? Oh, look what happened. Yeah, that's right. And also just a note on that, <clears throat> depending on our soul contracts, the pace on which we move from fear to love can vary. So what's very important here is not to judge our own journeys, not to compare our journeys with anybody else because of our soul, our soul contracts we maybe wanted to experience intense depression for a reason right so don't beat yourself up if you can't live in joy and have no triggering events you know overnight it's a process of going inwards there is a reason for it as long as you practice doing the work go inwards focus on what do you appreciate? Even in your darkest moments, I know they can be very challenging, but you, there's always something to be grateful for. It could be just the clean air. It could be the food on your table. There's always something. And if you, even if you can look for things that you can, um, and then from that, it'll grow to more things you can be grateful for. Yeah, but I would also suggest that you have a daily spiritual practice yeah. where yes, you write right. down your intentions, you write down appreciation, you meditate every day, you uh, live with this work that this not this mental work but this actual physical work there is this will help a lot it doesn't take a long time half an hour a day we spend so little time in our spiritual uh work compared to our work work and our eating work and our watching tv work and our playing work just give a little bit of time to the spiritual work and you'll see just amazing results from that. Not that you're trying to control anything, but the changes will be obvious. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I've been doing this, well, really 10 years because there was four years of Abraham before Joshua even came through. So I was really into Abraham for those, for the first four years, then Joshua comes through and I've been doing this full time. Well, full time in the last couple of years since then. So I'm a, I'm proof of this working. There's lots of other people that are proof of this working. And the proof is not in the material things that are manifesting in your life. That simply is relation to how you're being. The proof is in how you feel day to day and how That's satisfied right. you are in your life. Kimberly, tell everyone where they can find you. All right. So you can find all the information about me and my offerings at beingsofthelight.com. You can also check out our Patreon community. I have lots of content there and ways you can participate on sessions. That's um, uh, that's Patreon at Beings of the Light with Kimberly. But all the links are there, um, social media links. I invite you to join our Facebook group, Beings of the Light with Kimberly Community. Of course, we've got Instagram. You'll check. You'll be able to see all the YouTube videos also. I uh, have a podcast as well. So, yeah, on the website has all the links. Great. I just started doing Instagram too. So I have Gary Temple Bodley and Joshua Teachings. Joshua Teachings is the one where we post a lot of um, quotes and stuff. We're also starting the first boot camp of 2020. It'll start January 6th. If you want to get involved in a process that will, that will physically integrate everything that you're learning now, everything that you've known into your body so that you live this stuff instead of just theoretically understanding it. You know, a lot of people get stuck in the law of attraction because they theoretically get it, but 
they haven't done physical work, and this is involves writing and meditating and certain assignments that are in the boot camp. This eight week process is we've done a hundred people in 2019. We're going to do a lot more people in 2020. I didn't know how this is going to turn out, but it is so amazing. The things that are happening to people and really what everyone's getting is this clarity of who they truly are. Their souls, Purpose is coming forth. They're stepping into this. They're becoming more effective in everything they do. They realize more about what's going on here, but from it, from integrating it into their body and their daily life. So that, if you want to talk to me about that, the only way to get into the boot camp is to have a conversation to me with me. It's a really fun conversation. It's like half an hour long, and I find out a bit about you, and I'll tell you all about the boot camp. And if it's right for you, you'll know it. That knowing, right? They'll know for sure. If you're excited about this idea of a boot camp in the beginning of 2020, well, that's your indication that you can take the next step. Send an email to joshuateachings at gmail.com and I'll send you a link. You can pick a time, anytime that's available for me and we'll get together for like half an hour and I'll tell you all about it. Thanks so much for being here. And of course, thank you. say goodbye thank to everyone. Goodbye. And just another note, yes. this is published before Christmas. This is probably going to be the last one, I would assume, before probably Christmas. So Merry Christmas to everyone that is watching also. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. <laughs> having me. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the Teachings of Joshua Roundtable. Remember, you are loved more than you can imagine by more than you could ever count. We'll see you next week.